When you separate yourself unto Christ and to the Word of God, everything changes. You will be totally out of sync with the carnal world, as in 180 degrees out. What they call good, you will know as evil. What they know as enlightenment, you will call darkness. Regular visitors to God said, man said, have heard the story of the young lady who once asked me what I did for fun. At the time, I was just recently born again, and when she heard that, her curiosity was piqued. When my answer was reading my Bible, witnessing for Christ, singing and clapping praises unto God, attending church services several times a week, and fellowshipping with the saints, the young lady looked at me with an incredulous eye. Had that same question been put to me just one day prior to my salvation, when I was shackled by the chains of darkness, my fun would have included things that pertain to alcohol, dope, and various lustful pursuits and entertainments. What happened in mere minutes that caused such an incredible change from darkness to light? Even the believer's language and countenance changes in a moment. At this place, Jesus Christ calls born again, John 3, 3, an all-encompassing, colossal, dynamic, dramatic, and life-transforming spirit shift, no better defined as a transfusion, takes place. The evil carnal spirit with all its bondages and hurtful lust is booted out, evicted, and Jesus Christ comes to reside. This proof of the Spirit of God settles the argument for the blood bond and it swallows carnal analysis in one single life-changing gulp. Have you been born again, born a very real second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Have you tired of serving sin? Will today be the day you participate in the greatest mystery and miracle man can know? Today all your sin and shame will be expunged from your account. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be smashed. The bigger, the better. Today, you will be given power and purpose and eternal future. Today, your own soul is literally in your own hand. In just a moment, I will give you a simple prompt. And if you follow me, everything changes. You will be born again, a child of God. Here comes the prompt. Don't be left out now. Click on the Further with Jesus. For childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Ephesians five twenty-five through thirty-two. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery." but I speak concerning Christ and the church. God said, John 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God said, John 17, verse 11, And now am I no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name 
those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Man said, I'm a rational man. My great mind gravitates to the great minds of higher learning. I was pleasantly surprised to discover that there is no God to answer to at any so-called judgment day. And how impressed was I when I learned my first cousin was a mushroom and my second cousin a banana. Wow! Impressive! Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1014, that will once again certify the perfect, glorious, supernatural inerrancy of God's holy majority text Bible. All of these powerful features stand in defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ and act as fishing bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of five highly beneficial God Said, Man Said features. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. 2. Use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. 3. Imagine you can download nearly 413 hours of God said, man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Number 4. Sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast, and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. And number five, follow God Said, Man Said on Facebook and Instagram, and give your social media feed the fresh bread it needs. Thank you for coming. Love, joy, and peace be multiplied unto you. Colossians chapter 1, verse 19, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. There are no exceptions. All things revolve around Jesus Christ. Every word, every thought, and every molecule revolve around and is patterned after Jesus Christ, God's creator of the earth, the universe, and all its life forms. Today you have entered the God Said, Man Said series, the seven greatest mysteries for a man to know. This is part six, the mystery of marriage and Christ and the church. It's part two. Let's reduce this staggering mystery down to childlike simplicity. Everything is words, and words are everything. The great mystery of Christ and the church, which the marriage union is fashioned after, will tell it all. All of creation is a product of God's words, Psalms 33, 6 through 9. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the Lord stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Could such a thing be? Yes, you can be most certain of it. We are made out of words, God's words, spoken by Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son. These words are not simply printer's ink and paper. They are spirit, and they are life. Brother Job, in chapter 12, verse 11, speaks such a telling mystery. Doth not the ear try words, and the mouth taste his meat? The physical man eats bread, and the spiritual man eats words. I choose the menu, whether good or evil, whether light or darkness, whether life or death. Proverbs 18:21: death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. 
John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word is alive. The Word is the source and substance of life. The Word is God. The very name of Jesus Christ is recorded in Revelation 19, 13 as the Word of God. Note that it is not the Word of Jesus, but the Word of God. Jesus Christ is called the Alpha and the Omega in Revelation 1, verse 8. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Alpha and Omega are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, and every letter in between and every word these letters can form. Everything is words, and words are everything. John chapter 1, verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Every word, every punctuation mark, every sentence in the Bible is a piece of God, and we dare not alter it. Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2, Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor, and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. We are married, betrothed unto words, and when God's words are cast off, as it was with Adam and Eve in Eden, it is compared to harlotry and adultery. To play the harlot is to embrace the words of men and devils over the word of God. John 1, 1, and the word was God. Jeremiah 3, 6 through 14, And the Lord said also unto me in the days of Josiah the king, Hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel hath done? She has gone up upon every high mountain, and under every green tree, and there hath played the harlot. And I said, After she had done all these things, Turn thou unto me. But she returned not. And her treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw, when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorce, yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not, but went and played the harlot also. And it came to pass, through the lightness of her whoredom, that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks. And yet for all this her treacherous sister Judah hath not turned unto me with her whole heart, but feignedly, saith the Lord. And the Lord said unto me, The backsliding Israel hath justified herself more than treacherous Judah. Go and proclaim these words toward the north, and say, Return, thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord. And I will not cause mine anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Only acknowledge thine iniquity, that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God, and hast scattered thy ways to the strangers under every green tree, and ye have not obeyed my voice, saith the Lord. Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Hosea chapter 4, verse 14, I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom nor your spouses when they commit adultery. For themselves are separated with whores, and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore the people that doth not understand shall fall. 
All through scriptures, you will find examples of man's unfaithfulness to his maker, starting with the beginning. At the end of this world, as we know it, God's judgment falls upon the harlot, who is full of the names of blasphemy, which are the words of devils that contradict the God of words. Revelation 17, 1 through 5. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. It has always been and will always be a matter of words. Hosea 14, 2, Take with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. The calves of our lips, our words, are our sacrifice. We are called to oneness, and oneness is wordness. Consider what Jesus says in John seventeen eleven. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Note that they may be one as we are. Now consider these verses. John fourteen ten. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. John fourteen twenty four. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Revelation nineteen thirteen. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Our oneness with Christ and the Father is wordness. A strange grouping of words is found in Luke fourteen twenty six and 27. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. If my love for Christ is not greater than my love for my father, my mother, my wife and children, my brethren, and even my own self, then I am not worthy of Christ. It's certainly true that most believers have been rejected by some parts of their family and friends because of their love for Christ, but the words found in Luke are not so strange when you align them with Ephesians 5.31. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. Saints, we are swimming in very deep water. Necessary redundancy applies. The following excerpts are from the God Said, Man Said feature, the mystery of one flesh, sex, sperm, and human neurochemicals. 6,000-plus years ago, God's Word says cleave in one flesh, and today's science says yes, it actually happens just like the Bible says. But Ephesians speaks of a mystery, 
with the key to its understanding on display in the marriage union described by God's word in Ephesians 5:31 and 32. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Things of this earth are patterned after the heavenly. For example, in the beginning, God makes man in his own image and likeness, and God is a spirit. Hebrews 8.5 speaks of the earthly priesthood of the Levitical order and says it was an example and shadow of heavenly things where Christ, our eternal priest and king, sits on the right hand of God, interceding on the behalf of those who call upon his name. The marriage union of man and woman is compared to the marriage union between Christ and the church. If the blood-bought are married to Christ, as Romans 7, 4 declares, and we are, then we are married to words. Revelation 19, 13 speaks of Jesus Christ and says of him, and his name is called the Word God. Don't be surprised, for all things are most literally made of words. Jesus Christ, by the Word of God, spoke all things into existence with God's words. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. For by him were all things created, that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Consider a beautiful building. It all began with the architect's blueprints, a compilation of words, lines of dimension, and word pictures. The following building materials are then gathered together, of which were spoken into existence by God's Christ, the Word of God. The building is then built by men whose DNA is made up of a four-letter alphabet that writes the body's building instructions in words, sentences, paragraphs, chapters, and volumes. Everything is made out of words. If we are married unto Christ, the Word of God, then our fidelity to His words must be closely guarded. Second Corinthians 11.2 speaks of this matter. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. The Oxford English Dictionary defines chaste, pure from unlawful sexual intercourse, continent, virtuous, celibate. Two marriages in the Holy Bible critically and eternally affect us. The first, which marked our physical beginning, was that of Adam and Eve, which was officiated by God. The last, which will also be officiated by the Father, is the marriage supper of the Lamb, where the born-again, the bride, are married unto Christ in the spiritual and eternal union. The believer is not only called the bride of Christ, but we are also called his body, as in one body. And remember, his name is the Word of God. We are married to words. By the repetitive interaction with God's living Word, the redeemed are sanctified. As in John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. By the repetitive interaction with God's word, we are cleansed. As in Ephesians 5, 25 and 26, husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. By the repetitive interaction with God's living word, we become one with the Father through the Son, John seventeen eleven then 21 through 23. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name 
those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Jesus Christ is the living word of God, and we become part of his body and one with the Father and the Son through those words. We dare not add nor subtract. Oneness is wordness. We are made out of and married to words, God's word. Again, John 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The standards of all of life are laid out between the covers of God's beautiful book, and these standards are fashioned after things in the heavenly. They are always immutable truths, and struggle as they may. God's detractors must bend the knee, red-faced and all. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that really will last forever. End of quotes. The human marriage union is patterned after the spiritual structure of Christ and the church. Ephesians 5.32, the parallels run deep. The church is the bride of Christ. When we are born again, the promise of our brand new eternal life begins, just as new life begins in a traditional marriage. The promise is completed when we see Jesus as he is, 1 John 3.2. The marriage is consummated at the marriage supper of the Lamb, Revelation 19, 7 through 9. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are the true sayings of God. The church is betrothed, married unto Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Genesis 5, 2, Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day they were created. Just as the bride takes on her husband's name, so it is with the redeemed. Revelations two seventeen. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Ephesians 5.24, it says, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wise be to their own husbands in everything. Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Note. 100% is required from both parties. The word was God. It is a matter of words. The chaste virgin will not entertain words contrary to the word of God as Grandmother Eve did. A chaste virgin excuse me, will not flirt with the devil. Above, Revelation 19, 7 says, His wife hath made herself ready, and her readiness will be found in sola scriptura, scriptures alone. Everything is words, and words are everything. The born again are married to Jesus Christ, whose name is the Word of God. Jesus said, The words that I speak are not mine, but my Father's. We become one with the Father and the Son by becoming one with His living words. 
The spiritual harlot embraces the words of blasphemy that contradict the truth of the holy book. The believer's faith and confidence in God's word is constantly assailed by the camp of the ungodly. But Christ's beautiful virgin will not entertain the conversation. God said, Ephesians 5, 25 through 32, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. God said, John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God said, John seventeen eleven, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Man said, I'm a rational man. My great mind gravitates to the great minds of higher learning. I was pleasantly surprised to discover that there is no God to answer to at any so-called judgment day. And how impressed was I when I learned my first cousin was a mushroom and my second cousin a banana. Wow! Impressive! Now you have the record.